Hello and welcome to Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. How's your how's your week been, Mark? Well, actually two weeks because I wasn't on last episode. So oh, that's right. That's how's right. it how's right. it been? Uh I can't complain. Actually, this past couple of days I'm having I don't know if it's the last two weeks, but I feel this weird happiness feeling and I just don't know what to do with myself or or with my hands. I'm just like <laughs> What is this feeling and why do I have it? Like the scene in Talladega yes, yes, where he wins and he's on camera and he just I don't puts them up to do with my hands. <laughs> keep raising them up. up. Yep. Oh my gosh, that movie was great. Shake and bake. If you don't chew big red, then fuck you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I got my wisdom teeth out on Wednesday. So it's basically been a week. And the only thing that stinks and is kind of slightly depressing, every time I smile, it kind of hurts. So when, when you just said, if you don't fun. chew Big Red, then fuck you. Yeah, so I will, <laughs> I'll try and keep the jokes to a minimum. I can't guarantee anything. I'm on fire, though. I've been doing, yeah. you know, when you're just like really witty and you make good comebacks. Yeah, and then it, it just keeps going. Yes, I've just been really having a good couple of weeks and I, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Who knows? But there's no other shoe. It's not there. It's not real. There is no spoon. The Matrix. So yeah, speaking of movies, actually, I did want to say that last week I had Brian on, my buddy from work, and we yeah. were talking about his 3D printing business, The Hobby by Brian. He's actually got a bunch of orders this week, too, which is really cool. Um, yeah, it was like we had the podcast up on Monday, Tuesday. It's like, oh, I got a car order. And then next day, he sold a couple other things. And then the day after that, I think he has another car order. And I'm like, see, that's awesome. Huh. I'm not 100% sure that's from the podcast. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's just well, from him. But here's the like, thing. It could just be because, did you put his link out there? Crap. Oh, well, it, we can always add it in. It's all good. I didn't even think just of... A, it's a week late. It's a week late, and it's going to be there for the rest of our life. So yeah, I don't think we got to worry about it. I, but, but yeah, I, yeah, we should put his link out there. Um, What was he going to say? That's okay. I was going to say, uh, we talked about 80s and 90s movies. We were talking about some of our favorite movies, and then we were attributing the best cars to yeah. certain 80s movies. There were a couple of movies that we neglected, and we were talking about it at work. We forgot The Goonies oh, and man. Labyrinth. I love The Goonies. Goonies is fantastic. Goonies never say die. I just don't understand the whole plot to the movie, because they were all trapped on the ship, but yet they had a tunnel all the way through the whole place and out into the land, but yet they all died on the ship. Just really, there's some plot holes there, and I'm realizing that now, but doesn't matter. Still a great movie, and it holds up. And then uh, Labyrinth, David Bowie. If you've never seen Labyrinth, fantastic. And that actually had my first uh, movie crush, Jennifer Connelly. And she still looks amazing. 40 years later, she still looks amazing. Um... There's a couple other movies, but those were those were two. I just feel so stupid for neglecting. So uh, yeah, sorry. the Goonies is a great movie. Like, and were you saying there's a plot hole with like where they came up at the end? Yes, and, like they gave the grandma the gems and she was freaking out. You had the Chester Copperpot thing, and he could make it so far, but he couldn't figure out to put the key in the damn thing. And he, ah, there's just a this there's a lot of plot holes. Okay, yeah, but I don't want to ruin watch, that movie for myself now. If I watched it again, maybe I would see it, but. Yeah, that movie, oh my gosh, that movie was so good. You could watch it over and over again and not get bored of it. Yeah, uh, again, I th I think the 80s was kind of the golden age of movies. Yeah, if I if I grew up in the 80s, I'd be like that that kid, uh, what was his name? The Gadget Kid. Oh, son of a bitch. Chunk? Nope. Chunk. Data, Data. Data, Data, yeah, exactly, Data. Yeah, Chunk, <laughs> Chunk was so funny. Do you know he's a lawyer now? He's a lawyer? Yep. That kid turned out to be a lawyer. Because I started Googling all these people. I just had to know where they were. Oh, wow. That's yep. crazy. I think he's the only one. Everybody else is an actor. Data's just got an Oscar, I believe. Um, and then everybody else, you know them. Pretty cool. So, yep. yeah. That was my 80s movie uh, thing. Yeah, so got my wisdom teeth out. That went pretty well. This, it was just, there really wasn't any... Uh, any like severe pain it was just kind of swelling in my cheeks like really bad they kind of turned yellow which was disgusting yeah um but, but then that went away after a few days and yeah it, they kind of it just feels weird now and also sore still 
Yeah. In the teeth, like where the teeth were pulled. Well, I mean, they kind of like in the back of my mouth. And I don't know. But yeah. It's a weird spot. Pretty well. To keep your mouth open really wide so that they can get back there. And yeah, yeah. you're doing it now. You're going to hurt yourself. I feel like I can't open my mouth all the way, but. Well, no, you still got the stitches in, right? They're like dissolvable stitches. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just be careful. Don't try and rip anything or do anything stupid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been that. I've been super careful. Like I get super paranoid about it. I'm always like trying to. I get a flashlight in my mouth. I'm like looking at it in the mirror. I'm like, oh, is it all right? It's so weird though. Like three of the locations look completely pristine, and it looks like nothing happened. Right. And then one of them, I can see a little bit of a stitch and like a cut. I guess. I was probably the one that was kind of impacted. Yeah. Not fully out. Yeah. So they had to like open it up more. Maybe. Yep. I don't know. Ugh. But yeah, <laughs> that's your back. I've never been under anesthesia before, and I was super nervous, honestly, because like I've just never done it, and I, I'm not super fond of needles, I guess you could say. But it actually wasn't that bad. It was Wait, just like a little. You break. were you were and out. I just went out. No. Oh, dude. I was awake. Oh my gosh, you maniac! I lose my mind. No, that I was awake. Did they put the needle in the roof of your mouth? Oh, they put it everywhere. I I think they had to do it. Uh, because you, you got all four, so uh, it's just. I don't want to think about that. Oh yeah, oh, you God. can't. You can't do needles. I can, but I. Not a fan. I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Um. Yeah, I usually pass out when I uh, get blood drawn, but I, no one wants to listen to this. Um. <laughs> too bad. I'm I'm keeping it. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, but my dad told me he was he wasn't uh he wasn't out either. He was awake and. Man, I don't know how you how you do that. I would lose my mind. Well, now they have some great advancements in the dental industry, but no, back then, holy hell. Now, I want to tell you, my sister had the worst, the worst experience with uh, four wisdom teeth being pulled. Like, oh, it wasn't pretty, and, and I don't even want to talk about it, but it was just like, it freaked me out, and that's why I hesitated to get my wisdom teeth pulled for so long, but I think it was probably the last five years or seven years that I got them pulled. Yeah, I hesitated for a while just because I, I don't know, I always knew it just, it wasn't fun. Mm. You had to get put out, or you didn't have to get put out, but... It's recommended. I would, I knew I would be getting put out because there's no way now I do that awake. Yeah, I should have gotten it done way earlier, but I, I feel better that it's done now oh yeah you don't have to worry about it again in your back yeah i just get super paranoid about the whole dry socket thing like literally sitting here right now i'm still thinking like oh my gosh am i gonna get dry socket i don't want that might have been my fault but i did want you to be vigilant with that oh no i was reading reddit i i i screwed myself i was going through reddit and reading what everyone was saying and all their their freak stories and all that, man. I should have just stayed off that. That's almost like going to WebMD when you got a stomach ache. It's going to be like, you have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you have cancer. I didn't think that's about Ralph. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Uh, no, no, but that's what all my friends do. Like, uh, my buddy Alex, he'll have something wrong with them, and then he'll just go to WebMD. And, of course, it's going to give you all kinds of crazy symptoms, and the one you go to is the most extreme every time. And yeah, Reddit, yeah, it's just going to be horror stories. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Oh, man. But it went went pretty smoothly. I'm chilling now. It's just like I said earlier, every time I smile, it hurts. Oh, yeah, you had a bagel today. When was the first time you had solid food? A couple days ago? Uh, Actually, I was eating it like, I was eating chicken like the second night. Oh, I guess you could do chicken. Pieces of chicken and like, I had rice, I had like. I went to Moe's, like, maybe the fourth day in. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. It took me a while. Who knows? Maybe I could have food back there right now, and I could get an infection in, like, two days. Yeah. That's why, uh, did they recommend doing mouthwash and stuff? Yeah, I always I always rinse my mouth out with salt water, and then they got this little syringe thing that you, like, squirt the back of your mouth with. Yep, to uh, get any food particles out or something, yeah. Yeah, but I never really got anything stuck in the hole, so I think I got patched up good, and I think I'm chilling. Wow. What was your dentist? Is it here, or is it... Uh, I think it was. What's his name, you know? Oh, that was, you went to an oral surgeon, never mind. I did go to an oral surgeon, yeah. Yeah, they're the only people that can put you out. 
because my dentist, that's why my dentist was like, oh, we can pull them now. Or So can- does the dentist still do that or is it just oral surgery? Oral surgeons do anesthesia. No, like wisdom teeth pulling. Like oh, yeah. Only or- oral surgeons? No, or- dentists will pull your teeth, but they just won't knock you out. It's like, okay, if you're going to a dentist, you're going to be wide awake. And they're just going to numb your mouth and pull them right there. Oral surgeon, you got to go for anesthesia. They'll put you out and then they'll like really take their time and surgically remove them. My guy will be like, oh, no, we got to break it and then pop it out. Like, oh, shit. But my guy, Dr. Hayek in West uh, Warwick or West Warwick, fantastic. He has just got a gentle touch. And I mean, I remember it might have been 30 or 45 seconds. He's like, well, got one out. Wait, really? That's why. Beautiful guy. Beautiful guy. Yeah. They've definitely come a long way with that and just like advancements in the in the way they do surgery and all different types of operations because like I've heard of my brother's girlfriend, she was saying she w- she was eating a hot dog the same day, just like oh, at man. a black party, like chilling. <laughs> like she was eating <clears throat> she was eating a whole food. Like just didn't matter. Wow. Yeah, same day. And then um another one. Uh, one of my cousins or something like that, or family friends, uh, went to the beach the same day. And I was like, what? Ooh, Are you kidding me? I don't think I'd do that, just in case you get water in there. They were fine. Little... Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't recommend that. That's like hearing about, there was a woman, I think, got a tattoo, and then either went to the beach or went to the lake or something. Oh, got a that's... crazy infection, the tattoo, and I think they had to, like, you know, surgically remove it. My gosh, that's insane. Or got a bad infection and actually killed them. And I'm just some people don't don't be stupid with that. Yeah. Um on that, so you watched beef while you were under oh the weather. My gosh. <laughs> beef is the most insane series I have ever watched. Well, not most insane. Breaking Bad, I think might top it, but Oh, good. Um, you watched Breaking Bad. You haven't watched it? No, I said I didn't know you watched it. Oh, That's yeah, awesome. I watched it. It was great. Oh, my gosh. Breaking Bad was like... Well, it was like finishing the episode was like running out of candy way too early. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you still want more. So you do Better Call Saul or... Yeah. Um, I haven't yet. I haven't really been able to get into that. It wasn't as entertaining. But people say it's really good. You just kind of have to stick through. Yes. Like, how many like... seasons is it? I think there's five. Yeah. Um, Mike, because he- Yeah, Mike is great. Mike's come, the best. He comes back. Uh, in Better Call Saul, but I think Better Call Saul is the prequel to uh, Breaking Bad. See, I should have watched Better Call Saul first, but didn't know that. Oh, no, I think it works this way. So, you know, it was obviously much later, but- Either way, they're good. A great choice. I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay. Okay, I'm back. And all I can say is that this has been the craziest, I it's been the craziest week for me. I just, I don't know. There's so many things that have happened and they've been so random, but yet seem like they're so right or it's just the right timing or I don't even know how to describe it, Aww. but there's something going on, springs in the air and I can just feel excitement and happiness <laughs> and i just i i don't know what to say like i wish i could describe this feeling but just yesterday was the weirdest day at work i had a i woke up miserable but then things started working themselves out and i was just like okay i think i'm gonna be okay oh i had a horrible day yesterday really yeah oh yeah oh my gosh i actually i got into a fender bender in the car wash and they still don't. And I, I pulled up to that car wash, and I was like, "Should I go through or shouldn't I?" And I was back and forth in my head for like almost a minute straight, like sitting in front of the car wash, just looking at the sign. I'm in the car wash. I'm coming up to the first spinny thing that washes your car, and then all of a sudden, I look back and I'm like, "Shit, my back window's open," but. I can't roll up my back window because it's broken. It's oh, off God. the tracks. Ah, shit. So it will roll down, but it won't roll up. So I am reaching across the back of the car. And mind you, this car is super long. So like I can barely even reach the window. <laughs> I'm reaching across the back of the car. And I think I either, I either put, I did something with the shifter. Either way, like I don't know what I, I don't know what I did. 
I either shifted it into drive or neutral when I wasn't supposed to because I hit it with my leg, losing my train of thought. Yeah, so I do that, and then the car wash, I hear this loud bang, and then I think I came off the tracks, right? Right. So my car stopped. Right. But there was a guy behind me, and his car went into the back of mine. And mind you, I had no clue at this point. I was already having a a freak out in my car because I f***ed up the car wash, and I looked like a complete idiot. Which, I, I don't know how I, I, it was an accident, but. Right. Yeah, and then, so I rolled down the window, and then the guy's right next to me, because the car wash has stopped, and he's, and the first thing he says is, oh, you just hit somebody, you're gonna have to exchange information with this guy. I, somebody I, attack. I am just like, what? Yeah. I just hit somebody? And then I started freaking out, I go outside, I, I'm like, is there any damage, sir? I'm all riled up, and then we're looking at the car. It doesn't look like there's any damage on his. I think what happened was his license plate kind of like scraped the bottom underside of my bumper, and then he looks at it. I look at his, and I really don't think there was any damage on his car. It was almost like the, just the license plate hit. So he says it's okay, and he says have, and he just says have a better day. You're you're all set. We didn't exchange information or anything, so it was great. But. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not like you hit his car. No, it's, it was because of the car wash. And the car wash just, yeah. it's like you're on the track. I, get, so I guess it was my fault because, I mean, I didn't, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you got off the track. I messed up the car been... wash, but. Yeah, screw them. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad not. Oh, man. It was so stressful. That. And then, yeah, and then I went and got a, a Poke Bowl, and that was pretty good, but. You got a what? A Poke Bowl. A Poke Bowl? Poke Bowl. You've never had a Poke? It's like raw fish, like tuna, uh, salmon. What else they have? I don't know. They have a few different kinds kinds of fish and protein. They have chicken and stuff like that too. And then you do like you do like white rice or brown rice. You get all these different types of toppings that you can put on it. And it's kind of like a giant sushi roll, but in a bowl. It's like chipotle, but not really chipotle. Where is this? I don't know how to describe it. In uh, Smithfield. What's it called? Uh, Island Fin Poke or Pokey. I don't know how how you pronounce it. Oh oh. I don't know. I'm gonna try it next time. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. And um, something else that happened with my car, uh, I went to my friend's house in Narragansett the other night, right? I took this, I took a diesel uh, diesel Mercedes I was driving, right? So I was already late, and I was low-key, like, gunning it there. And this car doesn't go over 60. Oh, really? So, like, I wasn't gunning it, but I was giving, like, literally all the car. Giving it all she's got. Giving it all she's got, yeah. And then, <laughs> so I get to the house, or no, I don't get to the house, I'm like, Five minutes away, and I take this left turn, and I'm going around the corner, and I smell diesel. Oh, crap. And I, and I already know what's happening. I already know that diesel is leaking, and there's diesel all over the engine in the inside of the uh, engine bag. So I just I just start going. I just start going. I'm just like, nope, I'm making it there. I don't care. I am not dealing with this right now. I've dealt with too much shit in the past two days. And then, so I get there, and I look out, and there's like, trail of, of <laughs> diesel like following me everywhere and i'm like oh my god i just got diesel everywhere and then i look at the car and i couldn't figure out exactly what it was because it's happened once before and it was a nut on top of the fuel injector that right. we had to tighten right and last time that fixed it but this time no it was a cracked fuel line come to find out after oh, getting towed home well it's not that bad yeah, it's not that bad. It's just a cracked fuel line. It should be really simple to replace, but the car also needs new injectors, and it needs everything new. It is from 1990, and the engine is from 1985, and it was engine swapped, so it is just a mess. Damn. Yeah, so on the way home, I rode with the tow guy, and it's, it was pretty cool. I've never actually ridden in a tow truck. I've always I've always been like, what happens? Do you ride with the tow guy when, you, when your car breaks down? And, yep, you do. Except during COVID. Yeah. Oh man, that yeah. must have stunk. What do people just get stranded? And they gotta get an Uber. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Well, no. Were they? Were, did they do Uber during COVID? Ooh, I would think so. Yeah, I think just everybody had to have a mask, and you know, you sit in the back seat of the car. Like none of the rules made sense during COVID. It's like yeah, yeah to be six feet apart, but yet Walmart was. It, it just. It was. Yeah. So on the way home. This guy had my ear. Oh my gosh, he did not stop talking the whole way. But it was good. It was good conversation. He had an interesting life. That man, when he was younger and riding dirt bikes in the sand pits, he went over a jump and I don't know, he crashed or something. And 
the handlebar went through, hit the bottom of his chin, uh, and out his cheek. Uh, oh my god, dude. Yeah, I don't even want to think about it. He no? was telling me all about it, and then, I don't know how we got on the topic of this. Oh yeah, we saw a hot dog stand, right? He's like, yeah, there's this kid um, right near Matuna Oyster Bar, and he has this hot dog stand. He's been running it since he's 17, and I always go and get hot dogs when I go by, because it's like, why not support the kid? And like, he's like, the hot dogs are great, and he's like... He's so clean with it, and he and he he doesn't touch money and then touch the food, or he 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 like really does all the works for it. He has like a steam bath for the hot dogs. He has like this hot boiling water bath. And for him, and one time he talked to him, and the kid said that he's been running it for since he was seventeen, right? I think it's probably he's been doing it for about four or five years. And during COVID, he couldn't really do it. I think he started one year before COVID, and then COVID shut him down. And then ever since COVID. He has been selling them like water. Okay. Goes to BJ's and gets the good hot dogs, like only the best ones. Like he said that he has made enough money from that hot dog stand to put himself through college. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That blew my mind because I'm over here thinking like, oh, like I could never, like a business like where you have to be there all the time isn't always profitable or like the best idea. Like you can only make so much money. But like, man, a hot dog stand putting a someone through college, I. I believe it was you or I or something like that. Oh, yeah. Man, that is insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. Hot dog costs actually, it, it costs 75 cents and you charge $2.50 for it. And then you ch- upcharge the sodas. It's like, yeah, you could really make a great living doing that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the cart, cart costs, probably like 20, 30 grand. Because there's a lot of shit you have to have with it. And then the Department of Health and all that other stuff. But, I mean, yeah, it's very well worth it. That blew my mind when he said that to me. Kind of makes me want to start my own hot dog stand. As a lot. I hot dog it. FOMO. <laughs> I do it right outside Home Depot, just like they used to. Yeah, you just need a food license, and then you can do it. Like yep. like a truck license, I guess. Yep. It's pretty cool. We can make a hot dog stand. I see little, uh, they got this thing that's called Barbara's Quick Lunch, or Bar- Barbara's Quick Lunch, and it's right down the road from me in Chapachet. I always see it when I drive by. They... And they're only open for like a couple hours a day. And yeah, it might only be on Saturdays and Sundays because I think people kind of like walk through the village there. Right. So like they'll they'll get lunch at the at the little uh, food truck. But yeah, this guy's got these two little like trailers and it's like a one window thing and you kind of hook it up to the back of a truck and then you got like the propane tanks on the back. So they must have like a little stove in there and stuff. It seems like a pretty cool gig to get a, a food truck today. I mean, like almost like, Anything that you saw back in the day, like a lot of and was competitive is almost no longer competitive. Like I kind of didn't consider that like no one is going, no one really wants to make a, you don't hear people talking about side hustles and and then like, it's like food trucks isn't a hot topic. Like everyone's talking about websites. Everyone's talking about SEO. Online. Like going, going online, using social media, doing it all online. But like. Blue collar still. Maybe the. A hundred percent way to go. I think it is. I mean, that's why you don't have to have technical knowledge to make money in this world. You yeah, could no. paint grass. You could, you know, do landscaping. Yeah. A hot dog truck. That whole painting grass thing yeah. is crazy. Like, yeah. People pay money to get their lawns sprayed green so yep. it looks better than their neighbors. Yep. Well, I mean, obviously you kind of want your grass to look good, but like, how do you go that far that you want to literally paint grass? What if you're selling your house? Okay. For pictures, yeah. Think about how many stings there are for houses per day. If you could just get 10% of that and, you know, you charge $200 per, you're making a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I saw today, too, driving in the truck? I wanted to mention this to the guy, how ridiculous it was. But so he's got this um, AAA. I guess when you work for AAA, you have this like uh, little like smartphone type thing that you can take out of the holder and type, but you also have to like put it into the holder and like lock it in right. to drive. And that's also your navigation. So like once you lock it into the, to the holder on the dash, like Waze turns on, I think that's how it works. But so Waze was on and I was looking at it and dude, they have ads on that. How does, how does AAA not work something out where they're, where they got their own, like not version of Waze, but like a different, like, I don't know, like not get ads on it. Like dude, ads while you're trying to, First off, you shouldn't even be looking at anything else when you're driving. Ads on top of your directions, over your directions. Oh, Macy's is close by. Want to go to Macy's? Like, ads while you're driving. Like, that is ridiculous. Like, we we have reached 
Like, what's next? Optimal stupidity. What's next? Am I going to get ads teleported into my brain, just like beamed from radio towers into my brain, and I'm just only going to be able to think about McDonald's? If they could, they They would. would. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's uh, there's that movie Ready Player One. I know it brought up a couple times. Oh, man. I keep thinking about that a lot recently. Like, I was looking at the sign hanging over Dunkin' Donuts. And I was just thinking, like, what if everyone had AR glasses and then all the designs for stores, like, you wouldn't really need to do physical things anymore. Be all digital. They put phones in front of a bunch of kids because they knew it wasn't the adults that were going to decide if technology was cool. They always, like, everyone who created it always knew it was the kids because that's what, that's how you change the world. You get it into the younger generation. But, like, man, like. We all started with phones, tablets, computers. Like, is is something like augmented reality next? I mean, as long as it doesn't hurt your eyes and it's comfortable to wear, I don't see why people wouldn't do it. Yeah, and then you don't need those large displays. You just have the glasses all the time, but... Yeah. Yeah, you know that's going to cause health problems down the screen, down the road because in Ready Player One, it's like you have those glasses. And I remember the guy said, well, when we take over, we can use 70% of the display to uh, drop ads in. And we found that 70% is the optimal uh, thing before the person goes into seizures. <laughs> and it was just wild. Oh, so. my gosh. So, yeah, that, if they could, they would. Honestly... I laugh at that because it sounds real. Like, it sounds like something that's going to happen in the future. That's the thing I don't even know is augmented real. Like, I've been wrong on, on the last couple of things and how I thought everything was going to change. Uh, yeah, change. Well, you were right about AI. I remember you saying that AI was the next was the next thing coming um, back when we talked about crypto and shit. But I remember when we were talking about that and, like, just, like, the internet in general, I remember you said that AI was next. Didn't realize. I didn't see, like, how it would... Like how it would take over text and image creation, like exactly, and just the limited amount of time. And I told my sister this last night when we were talking. I said, "If you're just not using AI, you're just gonna miss out." And I told her how it writes for you and everything. And she said, "But you're missing that personal effect, that personal touch." I said, "You can kind of give it that personal touch by uploading all the other stiff stuff you've written, and it'll just kind of take over your tone. Or yeah, you could change your tone. Yeah, that's why I hate when I hear people on Twitter saying like, oh my gosh, AI, it's it's nothing. Like, people people don't understand that this isn't going to change anything. It's going to. And it's like everything. those people literally have a bias against it and have not used the tool because like it blows my mind every time. It's like never before has this happened. It's either that or they're trying to have the anti-sentiment just to get followers, uh, you know, interacting with their thing. Oh, that's a good point. I never yeah. thought you should start doing that. I, just I going against start everybody's stuff. <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah. This is going to be a weird episode because there's just so many outside things going on right now, especially as we're speaking. It's just kind of adding to my stress and weird feelings indeed yes it's just a weird episode so i'm sorry this week has been a weird week i feel like i don't know i feel like this happened like similar things happened last year on like the same week or same day i don't know i'm just getting like mad like familiar like deja vu yeah like it's just i don't know but oh my gosh what was i just gonna say oh you wish you were on i wish i was on last episode with brian to talk about the 3d printing because I've, I have almost bought a 3D printer like multiple times just because like I'll have something that I want to fix or something that I want to make and there's an option to buy it online, but people are also 3D printing it yep. and it's like, you know, when you, when you want something or you want to fix something and you just want to get it done like right away and you have no patience and you're like, oh man, this is going to take eight days to do. Oh, I'm not doing it now. But even though you should just order it and get it done or whatever part you need. But yeah, I've almost bought one like multiple times and I want to buy a resin one. But people say that a resin one is more work to maintain or whatever because you literally have a whole bath of resin. But I mean, as long as if the resin stays in the printer and it can stay in there for like, I don't know, at least a month maybe or a couple weeks, that would be worth it, I guess. But I think the thing with the resin printer is you have to clean it out, which is a pain and everything. And yeah, the nozzles, there's like probably a laser that you have to clean that can probably get dirty at the bottom because I think it works. There's like a laser at the bottom of a pool of resin and then the laser shines through the pool of, of resin in like prints 
Like you know that glue with yeah. the with the pet with the with the UV light at the end. Oh, the pet the yeah. Brian's got one. Yeah, yeah. And it and it and it uh it hardens the glue with the light. Yep. Kind of like how they do it in at the nail salon. It's the same thing. It's the same technology. You put your light under your your hand under the light after getting your nails done. Stop tapping. I'm losing my mind. Yeah, it's like the same thing basically, but just and it's so cool. It just rises out of the pool of resin. It's just like this structure just emerging from like a glob glob of plastic. It's so cool. So that's why I like uh, I love three D printing because I just see that little plastic ream going through and yeah, and it prints it. But even the normal ones look cool too. The way that it lays down, one hundred percent. We got uh, I think four at the shop, and then the uh, lucky yeah the guys in the um, in the same building we rented out space to them. Um, uh, Esteban, I talk about them all the time. They got um, uh, possible import export. And then they also did that pallet bud, but now they're doing 3D printing just to kind of test molds and stuff. And um, But yeah, it's funny. They always have Brian come over there. So now we got five because sometimes they'll use our printers if we're not using them and, and they'll print up things for whatever they're creating and just awesome. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was that good with it. Brian loves to sit down and tinker with the, the design and me, I just, I don't care. I hate doing that in CAD. Well, I actually haven't really done it that much, but I think the one time I did, just like getting a circle and like a part and like making it a certain dimension, we did it in class one time. And it was very annoying, but I'm sure it just comes with time. Yeah. Just like all the other things like Photoshop it, and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's just, I feel like it needs to be way more intuitive. Oh my gosh, when is AI going to do that? Probably already is. Oh, I bet. I've, oh, did you, you talk see, about it now? Two weeks. Did you see a uh, uh, drag gan? D r a g g a n or d r a g a n? I don't know. I don't know what gan stands for, but there's a lot of AI tools that have like the prefix gan on it, like uh, style gan. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't know something with gan. I don't know. It'll look up what that means. It's this thing called drag gan, and it's basically gonna take over Photoshop. So, like, say I take a picture of you, right? And you're you're just standing there. I could like lift your right leg up off the ground and close your left eye, and then like open your mouth and make your ear flap over. No, just with the like touch, like because it'll just understand. Oh, it understands what you want to do. Yeah, it's like you like click two dots and then you like drag the two dots or or slide them, and it's insane. I've seen demos of it, and it's like. I've seen this one of a lion, and you can, like, totally turn the head on the lion, too, and, like, expose what was never in the picture. It basically, like, like you take the picture of a front of the lion, and then you can make it turn its head to the right, and, like, you'll see its neck. It's insane. There's a, uh, the AI that's kind of incorporated with Photoshop. I was using it a little bit. It's, um, I still got a lot to learn because Photoshop has 12 billion things you can do with it, and I'm still not that good. But yeah, you could like remove an object and it would kind of figure out what the background should look like and it would blend it in so you wouldn't know that you took something out of it. Pretty awesome. The background remove, like a background like watermark remover or like, yes. oh, the magic eracer. It's like a magic like eraser. Like a Google Pixel. I don't know what, I mean, I, I've never put okay. the Google Pixel. It's like. So say you have someone you don't want in your photo, you can take them out of it. Is that what you're saying? Right, but it wouldn't be a white background. It'd be like if you were standing in front of the Eiffel Tower or whatnot, and they were covering half yeah, of that. Yeah, it would patch it, it up. Yes, and it looked normal. Yeah, and Google's coming out with, oh my gosh, so much shit. Yeah, like right now I have Magic Eraser on my phone. Um, I use it, I used it once, and it actually, it looks pretty damn good. I mean, it's kind of like, just like the, the, what is it? What is the tool code? called in photoshop that you use to like select a color and then you can like draw over I'd, with that like group of pixels again i so, don't like, know you can select grass and then like it's called like the dodge tool or something like that okay well now i gotta use that oh you didn't know that's a thing well i know oh, that there's great. so many things i'm it's like using. you can grab a sample of a certain part of an image and then just like put it anywhere else so like that's how that that's works how they do it that's how they do it yeah so but now ai does it for you and like Say you take a picture uh, next to the Eiffel Tower and you want a picture of you like holding it up. 
like you, you get like the right angle oh. but say you mess it up you can move yourself over to be holding up the eiffel tower perfectly so i don't have to like yeah hire somebody to do yeah that. yeah it's like they Damn. they like automatically break apart all the layers of the picture See, that's what i'm excited for because i love video i love pictures but i'm just not that good with it so with you the can... help of ai it's yeah, really going to help me insane. out it's going to be wild and pretty soon we're just going to be able to we're just going to tell it what we want to do we're just yeah, gonna be like, exactly. uh move mm, this person with brown hair to the left make it look good arm around this person and then like you know thumbs up or something and yeah it can it can fix my it can fix my shitty smile comment <laughs> oh my gosh i can't smile to save my life that's okay Every time I smile for a picture, my mom is like, Mitch, what is that? And I'm like, I know, I just can't do it. No way your mom even says something. Yeah, no, well, she doesn't, she doesn't say something. She's like, no, don't do it like that. You gotta just, just smile. Just natural. Just naturally do it. And I'm like, I am. I'm trying as hard as I can. Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple of, uh. I have a family member and a friend who just have the most awkward smile. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I've seen other people with the two, and like, I get it. I mean, it's just like, it's just sometimes you have an awkward smile and it just don't work. I don't understand that though, because I don't it know. sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? I had one other thing. Uh, Google. I think they. I think it's called Starlight, or something like that. It's basically this this screen, and you can almost like say you're on a Zoom call with someone and you move your head to the left or to the right in the attempt to like look around the person or, or look at the side of their head. Like you can't do that on a flat computer. It's just like a flat screen of pixels. Right. But Google, I think they're making something, well they are, that allows you to do video calls, but it almost like kind of pops and it has AI to detect where you are looking and where people are in the room. And based on where you move, like, you can look at different, like, parts of an object. So, like, say someone is, sh uh, blah, blah, blah. wow, that's a tongue twister. Say someone is showing you a, a shoe on the other side of the screen, like, holding it up. Right. Describing it to you. I could, like, get low to the table and, like, look under the, the shoe and see this, the sole of this shoe, okay. like, as the person is, like, holding it up. On the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I don't know how it works on the on the calling end, really, but right. I just kind of see. I just kind of saw it work just from the watching perspective. I wonder how many cameras you need for that. It looks like it's kind of just like, kind of like almost like a, a we connect but longer. And right. there's like three bars, like one on the left, one on the right, and one under it. There might be one on top of the TV too, but yeah, I think it's called Starlight. And Mark Marcus Brownlee did a did a review on that and he was like the only one who could really post about it oh wow yeah because he, he is like the tech guy on right. youtube but yeah it was super cool see i want to become that guy i want to become a guy like we are this guy or... yeah some people have all the luck no they deep worked hard he did reviews there you day go, after bud. day there you go bud you'll say yeah that just wanted to see if you were gonna pick up on that i <laughs> was the test and you passed <laughs> I've gotten a few new subscribers to the weekly dump. That was that was fun out of nowhere. That was that was a little bit of a boost boost for the but, morale. Uh, yeah, I think I'm only at like thirty though. Hey, that's <laughs> that's still awesome for not like doing any kind of crazy paid promotion or any promotion at yeah, all. I gotta figure out how all these other people start up their newsletters because like there's got to be a way that they like started up by like getting a like cold emailing like thousands of people like i just got to figure out how to do that there's a guy uh i believe you're following him too on well they also have money and run ad campaigns everywhere so oh did you see oatley's ad campaign for their newsletter it's an oat uh an oat company and they do oat milk they do oat ice cream and they probably do a bunch of oat snacks and all that jazz no yeah but they made a newsletter and it was it was actually a really uh, cool aesthetic they did. It was like the old like style milk cartons, and oh, cool. it was like a background of like all milk cartons, and it was like blue and white. It looked really nice, and they put it everywhere. Like they put it on every TV. They put it on two billboards <laughs> next to each other. What's what's weirder than 
a newsletter for an oat milk company on a billboard. Another Shoot. one right next to it. <laughs> it's like they did everything. They, they like, like in the subway system, like it was like on the roof. It was everywhere. Oh, they plastered it. They must have paid millions. Or, yeah. To get that done, like at least a million. Wow. And I don't know, like why would an oat milk company start a newsletter? Maybe they're gonna talk about all vegan stuff and vegetarian and all that. There's definitely a huge community behind that online. So, was it? Like, you can find a community for anything. Something else I saw was really cool. Uh, micro mice. Have you ever seen micro mice? Like mice mice it's or? Like they're robots and they run a maze and they've been doing it for years. It's really cool. Really? Yeah. You should give it a, give it a look up. I've been spewing. Do you have anything to say? Oh no, I'm all like, I'm just engaged. Dude, you weren't here last week, so. Yeah, I know. I have, <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> you have a lot to catch up Actually, on. we have stuff on my mind this time. Yeah, micro mice are really cool. Um, I, I watch like a YouTube video on that. That was really interesting. I mean, are they intelligent? Mice, it's, it's people who have to make a program to make a mice run through a maze in the fastest amount of time. Oh, wow. And um, they're, like, making them really small, and they're talking about, like, how it evolved over the years and how it changed. And, like, it eventually got to the point where the limiting factor of the speed was the actual tires on the ground and, like, the specks of dust, like, wiping specks of dust off the wheels to get it to go faster. Like, these robots yeah. are accelerating as fast as the Tesla in a maze, mind you. And it's all autonomous, too. Like, all autonomous. Like, I don't know how someone codes that. Um, and then something really cool, they, like, came up with this solution to solve the problem of not being able to get the mice to go, like, breakneck speed. They suction it to the ground with a little propeller or impeller like they attach it to the robot and like it has a flat bottom you know that toy i bet this is where the person got the idea from they probably saw one of those air hogs toys that drive on the wall and upside oh, down okay, yep, I remember and those. then they took that and implemented it into, into the, the into the mice to create downforce so it could go around corners faster it was it was really cool like and they probably have a lot of ai stuff going on now with that yeah. competition as well and Sorry, I'm just, uh, I'm kind of fascinated by that. I'm yeah, micro mice. Um, no, uh, sorry. Uh, you were talking about how do people kind of grow their newsletter. I'm trying to find this guy. It was like Jackie Chu on Facebook. That's legit what his newsletter's about. Growing newsletters. Yeah, it's a I, really good newsletter. I could um subscribe to that, but I am lazy, so I didn't. I'm like, oh, I want to know how to grow a newsletter, but I'm going to do nothing to do so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Except for just write it every week. But that's good. I haven't missed a week, so. Yeah, I know. Your consistency. That's all I, that's all I care about right yeah, now. And that's all I that, care about, too. Figure shit out. Yeah, once I'm consistent with it, it's figured out. Good for you. If I'm not consistent with it, and it's not something that's readable, then it's not going to be good in the first place. Oh, I love it. I know Monday, or Monday afternoon when I'm in the restroom. Yep. First thing I look up is my weekly dump email. Oh, my gosh. A weekly dump. It's great. <laughs> it's great I love everybody it. should be subscribed <laughs> you know I told you about that site called good pods and it's kind of like a social media thing for podcasters yes good pods yeah they have a list now they're doing like list of like the best podcasts and I think we gotta make we gotta get on a list or something like that we need to make a list of podcasts oh we're actually already on a list yeah I did top see, 100 I did see that we're like seven in marketing, 20 in entrepreneurship, and like what? 32 in something else. Oh, absolutely. What? Yeah, Dude. check the email. I got it. That's insane. And Good Pods is going to pop. I think Good Pods is going to pop off. They know what they're pretty doing. They're pretty interesting. They know what they're doing. They have a good team there. I like the app. I like everything about it. And just the fact that I'm in the top 100 makes me like it even more. Yeah. Because I have no idea what I think we're in the top 100 because of Twitter, because I always responded to Good Pods. And, and, you, and you rated them. And I've. Also, yeah, that's right. But I've also seen you've been doing good on Twitter too, because uh, I, I haven't the... been on Twitter much. But you had to. Have I've been, been on, on it the last off. couple days. I, I was on it last night a little bit. Oh, because I kept on getting notifications like, "Oh, this person loved your comment," or this. Person yeah, Twitter's kind of hard to, uh, kind of hard to get followers and and grow. Honestly, like I feel like I'm not getting any subscribers. Like, how do people have all these subs? Like, have they been like they've probably been doing it for years, but. Man, yeah. like it takes forever. Yeah, but we're almost gonna be crossing a hundred, so. Oh yeah. Well, I'm pretty happy with that. Who cooks? We don't really 
tweet as much as the other people. Like I see people and they tweet every two hours. Like I don't have it. I can't tweet every two hours. And oh my gosh, I've been I've been so sick of oh my gosh, everyone's regurgitating the same same thing. information. And I've just been I've been commenting. I've just been being like, nope, this is this is regurgitation. Yep. Don't care. Like I just leave a comment because I get so mad because I don't want to see that in my feed. I don't yes. want it. It's the the algorithm is smart enough to know if I'm depressed or not, but I can't get that shit out of my feet. Like, yep, it's the same shit over and over. AI, AI, follow me and learn from it. It's like, yeah. great, you're going to get short-term followers and you're going to have great numbers, but then when you have other things to say, you're just not going to have the interaction. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of okay with the slow growth, because we'd rather have people that only want to interact in, in, in what you have to say and not the same bullshit about AI or... You know, this, that. Yeah, and not like, oh, let me follow this person. This person is in the group with the 90%. It's like, no, you got to be the 10%. Just say different things. One thing I heard... I've been trying to figure out more, but... Yeah, I think you're, you're going to find your voice. You're still very young, and I don't even think you know what your voice is, so... Yeah, yeah. So don't even worry about it. My sister so How said, am I going to find it on Twitter in two weeks? Exactly. Yeah. My sister said, you're doing fantastic. She just started listening yesterday, and she loves everything you have to say. Of course, she was complimenting you. I didn't hear shit about me. Like, oh my God, you're amazing, Mark. No, it's all Mitch. Well, you're already, you, you've got all the knowledge. You've, you've walked this earth for 40 years, so. I'm ancient. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. Ancient. She's like, oh, I love you. Uh, you were gonna bring up something. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Al Doan, but I don't. That'll be for next week, and I can have more for it anyway. Because it sucks. You research people, and then if you don't do that person within those two weeks, you kind of forget kinda the fuzzy. whole. Yes. Yeah, I was watching. Um, I was honestly trying to do some research, and then I honestly, I honestly got uh super distracted, and I was watching Shark Tank pitches, and it was like all kids. Because I was like trying to find young entrepreneurs, yep. like that were posted a couple years ago. Right. And then you look them up now, and then see you get it. to see all the cool shit that they did. Yep. So, yeah, that's how that's how I found uh, Jack Bloomfield. And then, oh, last episode, I never brought up that he owns his own company now. I think it's called Disputify. Oh, really? To solve the problem of like people returning items, and like he gets rid of the ten percent of people who like take advantage of like returning items in the return policy. And he basically, like, you get a label if you're, like, a good returner or not, so. Wow. Yeah, so, like, Disputify, like, goes to other companies and, like, helps them out with their issues with returning. with returning. Returns. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love when people can solve just a stupid problem like that. Yeah. I hope I said that right. I and I think he, he found that problem because he had his own e-commerce store, so. Pretty cool. He's a true entrepreneur. We got he finds a problem and solves it. There's uh, a guy I want to get on. He's um, Nick Huber from Sweaty Startup. But the thing is, because we're so small, I, you know, I, I just assume that nobody I wants think, to come on because I think so I think they will come on if we're small. Honestly, that could that could like if someone's having a good day and then you reach out to them in the right way, that could that could totally make them come on too. One hundred percent. Maybe going on to yeah, maybe they would want to go to smaller people because all those guys, all those guys do with a large following is talk to people with a large following. So it's like maybe they would want to do something different. I feel like everybody who has a fault exactly help someone out. You've climbed the mountain. You're at not the that, top. Not not in a sense that it's like, oh, I'm here to steal all your audience. Audience. It's like, no, I want to get my name out there. So right. That's it. Right. Yeah. So I think that I mean, because I feel we have not a lot to offer, but we could have something. So my whole idea is, I got a buddy in Canada who's on this TV show for flipping houses. And he has a yeah. real estate podcast and Nick Huber has a sweaty startup podcast talking about like blue collar side hustles, like, um, you know, being a locksmith and just weird stuff like that. I think if I can hook those two up to be on each other's podcast, maybe I could get Nick Huber to be on our podcast just by hooking them up with, you know, else I would probably thing. love lock picking. Oh, I think you'd love it. You should check out the lock picking lawyer on YouTube. Oh all the time oh he's amazing two minutes every video is about two and a half minutes yeah and yeah. he spends most of it and just I, talking i love it. how i love how he's just like yup so this lock was sent in to me by so and so and they really think that i can't open it and then as he's like saying that he just oh like opens up <laughs> and it's just like yeah beautiful i absolutely love that guy he is uh he is a favorite and i always get i 
the notifications and stuff, but it just amazes me. Two minutes, and most of the time, it's just him talking about the lock. Exactly. And then five seconds with the lock. Yeah, but it's pretty cool to learn about it and, like, how the company, like, makes the lock to, like, like have, like, safety prevention so you can't shim a lock and stuff like that. And he's like, nope, they tried to do this, but they obviously have no clue what they're doing because, look, it still works. And then some of the time, it's just like, no, hit it on the side of the wall and boom, it pops open. Or get a magnet and it just pops open. Yes. Yeah, like, like a multiple hundred dollar, like, lock, you can literally just, like, a smart lock that you open with your phone, you can open with a magnet. It's just insane. I love that guy. I love that. I wanted I didn't know where I was going to go with that, but it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a weird episode, man. It's just been a weird week. I'm happy. I'm excited. Uh, I, I just wish I could describe it to the audience, like the stuff that's going on, but this stuff I want to keep just wish, between you and me. I mean, I guess this is the title I'm thinking about right now, but. Maybe we should label our episodes in a way like, oh, this one's really valuable for like startup advice. Like not that we do any startups, but we like to collect information about them. So it's like maybe when we have an episode that's more packed with advice and like other people's stories, like entrepreneur stories, then we could label the episode that. But that is the title. But I don't know. I feel like sometimes we have a title and it's not always exactly what the title says. Like we could talk for 30 minutes about like just like we're talking now and not talk about specifically startups or something like that. Right. I see what you're saying, but I think I've been nailing the titles lately. Sure. In the beginning, I was a little easier with I know. that. Naming I'm thinking title. like in my head, like a value meter. Oh, yeah. But how do you uh, how do you portray that, though? I mean, it's not something like you put in the title. Like the last episode with Brian and I, it's creating nostalgia, 3D printing the cars of the 80s and 90s. Pretty good title because that's, that's what we what talked about. And then the week before, from pasta yeah. piles to Florida, man. Thinking about like a banner or something, like something, I don't know, that changes color or like. Yeah, but how do I get that on podcasts or how do I. Use I, an emoji with a. Oh, like, what? I like tweet it out on social media. Sure. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, it could totally work on social media. Because like sometimes I'm scrolling through my first million and I'm like, because they're all an hour long. I'm like, which one has all the best advice? So like I'm scrolling through more like niche pursuits. I'm like, or authority, authority hacker. I'm scrolling through there and I'm like, which one has the best advice? Like which one is really good? I guess that's the rating of the podcast. Yeah, but that's a rating of the whole podcast. I see what you're saying. And I actually like that idea. Now, how do you implement it? That's the only problem. Like, how do you, where would you go? At the end of the title, we put advice meter. And then if there's an emoji of a speedometer and they have enough of the emojis to go left or right. Or you do like fire emoji, you do three Or do like red, green, or yellow square. That's interesting. I don't think I can actually do it because we, our thing is through Ayusha and I don't know how to get a green square on there. Maybe I can copy it. Right click, hit emoji. But that could also mess up the title. Like the SEO of the title. Holy shit. Right click and click emoji, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't listen, I've never realized that. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. And when I figured that out on computer, I was like, wow, wow, they they've been here the whole time. Like they've literally been here the whole time. I th I think you're right. And I think we could that's we'll have to give that a go. I mean, we don't have God, the dude. crazy audience right now. I think yeah. this is a great place to stop. And I hope we can talk about what shit. went on this week on a future podcast maybe but uh like we had this full long discussion beforehand and i just didn't even want to do the podcast because i want kept on wanting to talk about what we were talking about and, and now we yeah we were having a good conversation it was awesome yeah. well, you know it's also good to see you after yeah. two freaking weeks yeah i know it's been a while oh my gosh it's been good to just get out of the house after getting my wisdom teeth out it just sucked i can imagine yeah but we're back, and we're going to keep it going. And if you can't fill in sometimes, Brian will always be happy. And if I can't fill in, you can always... I'll text Brian, and you and him can talk. So that also make a good podcast. Yeah. But uh, right now, we got to go do something. So that's right. it for this week's episode of Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. See you next week. Like and subscribe.